0: and laughs theater of the mind the best love programs from radio's golden age only on zoomer radio now here is your master storyteller frank proctor
1: well thank you and welcome to the show the year was 1942 the war was raging both in europe and in the pacific following the u.s entering the war. The mobilization of war efforts were quick and effective, with car makers and other manufacturers changing to productions of weapons of war. Now, the war also created a new breed of movies with war themes. And one of the most popular songs of all time, White Christmas from Bing Crosby, first appeared in the movie Holiday Inn. Another film we must mention came out that year. The iconic and classic film Casablanca premiered on November 26th in New York City. The film stars popular actors Humphrey Bogart and Ingrid Bergman, along with Claude Rains and Dooley Wilson. It was a hugely successful movie and remains one of the most quoted and loved films of all times. That same year, 1942, radio audiences were listening to The Adventures of the Green Hornet. And that's where we begin tonight's show.
2: The Green Hornet. Biggest of all game, public enemies who try to destroy our America. In the interest of our government, the King Trendle Broadcasting Corporation asks you to accept Uncle Sam as the sponsor of the Green Hornet program. Have you ever worked on a farm? Do you want a farm job? Then you are needed to help produce food for victory. America must plant, grow, harvest, and process more food than ever before. Food for our armed forces, food for our allies, and food for our army of war production workers. If you have ever worked on a farm, you can help win the battle of food production. If you've ever worked on a dairy farm, there's a job waiting for you, especially if you know how to operate a milking machine. Register now at your nearest United States employment office. Faithful valet Cato, Britt Reed, daring young publisher, matches wits with racketeers and saboteurs, risking his life that criminals and enemy spies will feel the weight of the law by the sting of the Green Hornet. Ride with Britt Reed in a thrilling adventure, A Slip of the Lip. The Green Hornet strikes again. ships and merchant vessels tied up at dark piers, there were no street lights. Everywhere on telegraph poles in the walls of buildings were terse signs. A man just lately off a supply convoy cupped his hands around a match as he lit his cigarette. He read one of the signs by the flickering light. Serve in silence. Slip of a lit may sink a ship.
3: Yeah, boy, but they didn't sink any of ours. Hey, give me a daily sentinel.
2: note. <laughs> that
4: guy's two sheets to the wind. Hey, what's the
2: matter? Didn't you hear me? I want a newspaper. Give me the daily sentinel.
4: No, you got the wrong guy, buddy. I don't settle papers. Oh,
2: you don't, huh? <laughs> sure, you're
3: not a new boy. You're too big. <laughs> Guess I made a mistake. Da, 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 da,
2: da. Hey. Hey, You're a sailor man. That's what you are—a sailor man. <laughs> How'd you get it, Mister? I can always tell. Always tell. Hey, you know how? Because I
3: can—I can smell the salt air. <laughs> Besides, I can—I can tell the way you're dressed. Say, how about you and me going in and celebrating, huh? Come
2: on, it's on me.
5: Well, head
3: up, boy. That's that stuff. Celebrate right in here. That's right. Arm in arm. Yeah.
2: Hey, what ship are you off, sailor man? Well, the name doesn't matter. The name does not
3: Oh, sure, sure. You mustn't talk.
2: Mustn't talk. A slip with a lip may sink a ship. Sure. Come on, come on, we'll celebrate. A slip with a lip may
3: sink the ship.
2: That's his name, Dennis. Just got off the ship.
5: What's in In the package,
3: Sailor Man?
2: Oh, it's nothing. Just a camera and some
3: stuff. Taking
6: pictures is nice. Real nice. I like to take pictures.
4: Oh, I I got some pictures of the
3: ship.
2: Some pictures of my pals.
3: Pictures of the ship? Well, that's nice. Hey, come on. Let's drink to your ship. Here we are. Drink to the... Oh, <laughs>
5: broke
3: the glass.
5: Hey, what's that? That's a fight. Oh, oh, there are oh, more oh, fights oh. in this place. A fight. Yay, boy, a fight. Come on, let's get in it. I love fights. Hey, what's the place? Put that chair down. It's too late. I already threw it. <laughs> From my typewriter. Is that one on the story? Oh, I wish they'd give me more time. It's so silly to hear. Hello? Is that Oh, they're
2: coming. Phones, phones, phones. Hello? How's the guy going to pound out a story for the early edition if he's got to be a- Oh, it's you, Casey. Well, how are you, sweetheart? What gives you the voice? He does? No, no, I've got no objections. He's the guy I work for. Sure, I'll see him. What's it about? Oh, uh, won't talk, huh? The same to you, dearie, and bingo. Oh,
6: yes, I think that's terrible. No, what I think you should do is talk to a policeman. Aunt Sue doesn't handle that kind of a problem. Oh, man, perhaps he just wanted to do a little celebrating. How old is he? Oh, why, of course, and just off a boat?
5: Yes, ma'am, that's
6: what I'd do if I were you. course, you might put an ad in the personal column. Yes, ma'am. You're
2: welcome. (laughs) And the ration sugar.
6: (laughs) Oh, I wish Mr. Gunnigan hadn't given me this job. I don't want to be in
2: soon. Somebody's got to be tagged with Mabel Brownlee on vacation. I think you do just dandy. Now, look, come on. Come on where? Miss Kay's just called. Mr. Reed wants to see us. What? Oh, I bet I've done something wrong. Don't worry, Gail. Maybe the boss will let you be Aunt Sue permanently. Oh,
6: no, Larry, he (laughs) couldn't do that. I'm a
5: reporter. You
2: never know, you never
6: know. Mr. Reed, how much longer do I have to write that column of advice? I'm just sick to death of it. Don't listen
2: to her, boss. She loves it. She's got the simple thing. Oh, Lowry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. now, hold on, you two. This is neutral ground. You are doing a swell job with that column, Gail, but don't worry. Miss Browning will be back tomorrow, and you're back to your regular reporting. You are too good a report at a waste. I just wanted to commend you on the column, that's all. Boss, did you say commend or condemn? <laughs> oh, it
6: sure is a relief to know I don't have to be Aunt Sue anymore. Well, just imagine the silly questions people ask. I was just talking to some woman named Dennis, and she's all upset about her son not showing up at home after he called her from the city. He's a deckhand on a ship. Yeah, you
2: gave the old doll the brush off fast. Told her that Sonny Boy might be celebrating or that she should call the police. Is that a way to talk to a nice old lady?
6: Oh, she should call the police.
2: Okay, that takes care of that. Now, Laurie, uh, you answered a police call last night, didn't you? Police call? Oh, yeah, yeah, down on the waterfront, a brawl in some cafe. Oh, I've uh, got it right here. This morning's paper? Yeah, it's right on Mm -hmm. page three. Burying my stuff. Well, there wasn't anything important about it, was there? Nah, that's why it's on page three. You know those waterfront spots, boss? They're always having brawls. Yeah, Yeah. especially that one. Tidewater Inn. It's a fancy name, but it's not so fancy. What do you mean, especially? Well, I thought I remembered the name, Lowry, so I had the back files checked. Hmm? There's an item from two weeks ago. Waterfront fight at Tidewater Inn. Two arrested. Now, this is three weeks ago. Proprietor of Waterfront Dive, question. Tidewater Inn, so on. heard two more. It's
6: awful regular, Mr.
2: Reed. Well, I talked to the police. They say there's always a lot of noise in these places, but they're watching it. Now, that whole area from Water Street down to Spruce and from 10th to 2nd is just a... that's odd. What, Gail?
6: Well, this woman I was just talking to on the phone. Her son called her from Water Street and 2nd. His name is Dennis, and he... Water ever... in
2: 2nd? That's where the Tidewater is. Uh, maybe the kid got picked up when the police raided that place. Perhaps. Or Gail, call the police and check out. Yes, sir. Lowry, don't yeah, talk to Gunny and See if he'll give you a roving assignment. I want you to cover the waterfront for a while. Maybe there's something going on there. All right, boss.
6: I'll call this instant, Mr.
2: Reed. Be seeing you, boss. Here, let me get that door, Gail. The
5: Tidewater... Yeah. The Tidewater... The
3: yeah. Case. cancel my appointments. I'm going home for the evening. Second. Water Street, The Water Inn.
2: Kato. Is that you, Mr. Britt? You'll come back to the apartment early. Kato, it's dark outside. Get the gas gun and the hornet mask. But, Mr. Britt. Step on us. We're going out in the black beauty.
3: All right, less noise, less noise. I'm going to get my place ready for the cops again
5: tonight. (laughs) This was just booming
2: at the Tidewater Inn. The tables and the bar were crowded. As the burly owner lounged near the rear door of the place, a little dark-skinned man with a cap pulled low over his eyes slid up to him. Excuse me, sir. Hey, what what you talking him a for? Please, you not talk
3: so loud. Most strange see with a port hey, I've hey. ever seen before. What are you? Milan, Indonesian, Polynesian, or what? Please, not so loud, if you are owner of this place, I ask
2: you to come outside. Hey. I have plenty of money.
3: You're okay. Now, listen. Uh, $20 bill. Who's out there?
2: Someone wished to talk to you.
3: The 20 bucks I've told you. Where outside?
2: In the alley.
3: Okay, give me that 20. In the alley, hey. Eh? Lead the way, bully boy. if that money was phony, out. I want it. Let
2: him go. Yeah, yeah, sure. The money was good. What's your name? Uh, Sirlock. You run this place? Yeah. There's a man missing, Sirlock. A deckhand named Dennis. A deckhand, me? I don't know what you're talking about. He was in your place last night.
3: He's missing. Now, who's Shanghai to him, Sirlock? Listen, I don't know what goes in my place.
2: You're in a fight Everybody hey, hey, your hey, I'm here bigger than I am, but I'm going to make a talk with my fist. I'll put you down to my size then I'll make you talk. Now put up your hand. Put him
5: up. <laughs>
2: Miles along this road, Cato. Road's very bad, Mr. Yeah. marshy swamps. Right on the island, Cato, close to the sea. Sherlock gave me two names. A man called Paulman and a woman named Sandler. why did they take a dinner? Well, at the search it wasn't to give him a pink tea. Cato, turn on the lights. I look ahead in the
3: moonlight.
2: Mr. Greek, there is house. Yeah. It must be the place. Follow me, Cato. You're on we travel on foot. Mr. Great Cato, that was a gun. Come on. Yeah, it's empty, Cato. They got away. Look, in the wall. There's light in the door. Okay, get set. Here we go. <laughs>
3: Up, you must be. Dennis. My name's Dennis. They got me here. Make me talk. Pictures. Uh, they know my ship from the pictures. I told them the sailing time. My. Uh, You're wounded. Yeah. Yeah. They they got a phone call. They shot
2: me before they left. Let's hurry. Bullet in the shoulder. Maybe we fix this. Spies. Spies. Sabotage. Dennis, what ship? What's the sailing time? Dennis, what's the name of your ship? Yeah. You can stop him. My ship is. Th- you. You're wearing a mask. You're the green. Green Hornet. I'm your friend. Tell me. Oh. Oh, you're a spy like them. Oh. <sighs> Mr. Britt? He has fainted. continue our story in just a moment. But first, a message to Americans. This is a war between two worlds. Ours is a free world consisting of free peoples. Put yours to work for the defense of freedom everywhere by buying defense bonds and stamps every payday or every week. If you need your money before your bonds mature, you can cash your bonds anytime 60 days after purchase. For our own savings, to help our country to victory... Let's put our dimes and dollars into the nation's war chest. Now to continue our story. Dennis was still unconscious after an hour. Britt Reed and Cato had bandaged his wound and were trying to revive him. Not much hope. We've got to try. That ship might be sailing at any time, perhaps even tonight. Dennis. Dennis. Foreman. What about Fallman? Fallman? Tidewater. What? Tidewater. He's very weak. Better for him to get some sleep and a good doctor, yes? Well, he's in no danger, but... I Well, yes, we won't be able to learn any more. i carry him. What do we do? i we well, carry him to the Black Beauty. Passed through a village coming out here. You leave him at some house and ring the bell before we go. Sure to get care of that, right? But then what we do, Mr. Britton? It's no use getting them to talk anymore. I was afraid of this mask. The only words he did mumble were uh, Yes, uh, tidewater. Maybe it's about ocean. Tide come in, perhaps. Maybe that's where a farm and go. Yeah, it might be, but... Uh, I don't know. Tidewater went... Oh, that's it! The Ocean? No, right back where we came from, the Tidewater end. What... What? That is so. Of course, faster the better. You take the wheel, Cato. I'll handle Dennis. Okay, now turn around. We'll leave him at some house and back to the city. Fast, Cato. That's right, Gunnigan. I'm at the waterfront now, calling from a saw drink hot dog stand. Yeah. I was in that joint a couple times. Yeah, the tidewater. Hello, Larry. What? Oh. oh, hello, Cavanaugh. Spill it, Larry. When a sentinel reporter sticks his nose into a phone and talks in whispers, there's something buzzing. You're just the guy I'm looking for, Cavanaugh. Hold the phone, Gunnigan. There's a cop here now. Look, Cavanaugh. It's this way. Easy. Uh, hey, George. This is private. You got something to do at the other end of your counter, ain't you? Huh? All right, Judge. You're all alone. No. Cavanaugh, I got a nose for news. Look, chum, we ain't talking about your features. What kind of a place is that? The tidewater? Well, it ain't savory. I see what you mean about the nose. There's something cooking, Cavanaugh. Sherlock's been in a fight. He's acting as spooky as a rat that's afraid of a cat. Yeah? That's not so good. But why? That joint's got more exits than the whole subway system. It's a rabbit wine. Dozens of ways in and the same going out. Then maybe you better call headquarters and get some help. Why? Here's why. Listen while I tell this to Gunnigan. He hasn't heard it yet. Gunnigan, hold under your hat. Well put one on and then hold onto it. I found something in the alley behind that dive. What did I find? Oh, nothing much. Just a green horned seal. A green? Holy cats, give me that phone. A green hornet. <laughs>
3: Okay, it's me. No trouble. Ah, nice and quiet. Quiet. With that racket downstairs. That noise is good. It's
2: a good front. Santley. How do I look?
7: Oh, wait. I need a stronger light.
2: Over the mirror. Foreman. Why
3: you're a dead ringer for Dennis. (laughs) No, not dead, Sir Locke. Dennis is dead. I'm alive. Oh, you sure look like him. Oh,
2: he's got to. He's going aboard the ship, isn't
3: he? How'd you do it? Sadly, he's pretty fancy with a makeup kit. Yeah, I can see. Hey, wait a second. Won't work, Foreman. Won't work? What won't work? You can't stay aboard that ship. Sure, you can get by for a couple of hours, but staying on for days. Well, I'm seeing no dentist right down to the ground. Oh, not
2: sap. Who said I was staying? Well, you said... I'm not she- staying. A
3: couple of hours and I get off again. Wait a minute. I don't get it. That ship's uh, going out before dawn, ain't it? Yeah. It's going to be part of a convoy, ain't it? Yeah. Well, then ain't it going to be your job to go out there, with it? When you get to the submarine zone, you flash a light over the side of the night so the sub can spot the convoy. <laughs>
2: That's the way it used to be, Sherlock. i no fall guy. What do you mean? Listen, too many of them U-boat commanders don't bother to steer clear of the boats us agents are riding on. They torpedo that ship just as well as any other. I don't like a watery grave, Sherlock. So, what's the answer? This is the answer. Yeah, that's just a picture. Right, sure, and we'll get by the guards. It's nothing but some clothes to use aboard ship and Dennis's camera and so on. Yeah, still don't get it. Only this ain't really a camera, Sir Luck. It's a container for nitroglycerin. Nitro! That's right. Boy, It ripped the hole right out of that boat. I'll never figure what did it. Deep in the hole. I'll think maybe it was a torpedo. Them destroyers in the convoy will be racing around like bloodhounds, dropping death bones all over the water. Men swimming around, drowning cargo going to Davy Jones. It's
6: a quarter past one, Farmer.
2: Quarter past. Okay, I gotta get moving. I want to be through them gates and on the ship while everybody's busy. I'll be back in a
5: couple hours. Now, wait a
3: minute. Huh? Go this way. I'll let you out a block away. Careful. <laughs> You're telling me. So long. I'll be seeing you. Close it. <laughs> what do we do now?
8: We wait.
2: You're nuts, Larry. Hmm? I said you're nuts. Are you sure the Green this is. This is a seal, Cavanaugh. I know what I'm talking about. And I know I'm getting tired waiting and watching. it the break for you. You're standing still, aren't you? No cracks. What about the other cops? Aren't they ever going to show? I don't know. The department's shorthanded, Lowry. There's a there's a couple of ships leaving on the early tide. Get what I mean? Oh, transports? Glenn Lee's cargo stuff. A lot of cops been assigned to patrol the area around, so there's no sabotage. Well, okay, then. It's you and me, Cavanaugh. But if we have... Cavanaugh, huh? look. That man, look close at the wall. He's going to the back door. Yeah, I can't see him so well. His hat's pulled out. Captain, oh, it's him. I caught a glimpse as he slipped inside. He's wearing a mask. It's him. Come on.
3: I'm going downstairs, Henry. Just make sure everything he do is right.
2: Everything. You'll get back right now. Oh, you. you. Well, he's the Green Hornet. No, don't you fool me. I will talk and talk fast. Where's the other one? Where's the Don't shoot. He's going to the Black Star. Thanks. The Black Star, is it? That's the name of a ship, if huh? you
6: want to see him, why not
2: wait? He'll be back soon. And you can talk to him and what's find this? out what you... A makeup kit. A makeup... Come on, what's the gag? Who's he doubling for? I, talk I to this know. gun I, I tell you, kid. you I, don't have to. I can add it up. He's gone to the Black Star. That man that was shot was a seaman. Now Fallman looks like him. <laughs> thanks. I can read it in your face. Oh, thanks. Shut yeah. up i Police. Police. I've got to get out. <laughs> Hornet, Hornet, we'll talk about this later. we got to get out. We're not getting out. You're staying right here, but thanks for showing me the way. <laughs> oh, no, please. no, don't you. Take
5: it, Rats. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Kevin, please. I'll tell you. I'll tell I'll tell you. I'll tell
3: Holy mackerel! Come on, Sterlock. Like what happened to the day? It wasn't
2: me. The green hornet was green hornet. Get him! I don't care about nothing. He shot me up there. Get the hornet went to the ship. The black star. The black star. Oh. That dumb sap he isn't dead. Don't he know the hornets used gas on him? When he
5: wakes up, he'll be behind bars ready for a
2: launch. Huh? Did you hear what this lug said? The ship he mentioned, the black star. Isn't that one of the boats that's gonna head out on convoy? The black. Laurie, you're right. sabotage. Call the Chief Cavanaugh. they got to watch out for the Green Hornet. The Hornet had already traveled a few short blocks to the waterfront near the wharf where the Black Star was getting ready to sail. Cato waited further along the waterfront in the bar as the Hornet went on alone. By the time the police were warned and the guards at the gates were doubled, a wet figure was already climbing up one of the lines that held the ship to the pier. His clothes were sodden from swimming. Water dripped from his shoes and his hats. It was dark, pitch dark. No one could see him or the mask that he wore over his face the mask of the Green Hornet. Don't say cigarette, Mr.
3: This ship stays black, out. Sure, sure. Okay.
2: In the darkness, the Hornet moved swiftly from deck to deck, unnoticed by the busy men. Only inside and below decks, where a few lights burned, did he have to be careful. He skirted the lighted areas, his keen eyes watchful and alert. There's someplace. I've got to find him. I've got to. Excuse me, Sue. I'm looking for Denny.
3: Denny? Saw so him heading
2: forward, number one ahead Ah, oh, thanks.
3: Come
2: on, you guys. We shuttle off in an hour. time.
3: Number one hatch. Number one forward. you to travel fast. I was just in here. Number one.
2: Hello, Fallman. What? Who are you? I'm Danny. That was a shot in the dark, Mister. But it worked. You're Fallman. I've been looking for you. Green Hornet. And that's right. Now one Stand one. back. I've got nitroglycerin. Stand back, or I'll blow us both to bits. Nitroglycerin. I'm taking it, Fallman. Stay away. You wouldn't dare, Fallman. Get back. Get back, I tell you're you. You're yellow, Fallman. You're yellow, clean through. You're afraid to drop that nitro. You're afraid. I got it. I, got it. I couldn't. I'd have killed myself. with good Hornet, listen now. Let me. Shut no, up. No. Hear those whistles, that noise. That's the police, Fallman. The police? Yes, you're at. Uh, they're going to see what you really are with this makeup off your face.
5: <laughs> Now this is for you, you rat! No, don't shoot! Help! Help! Take it Up at the bow! It's up this way! Turn around the blackout! Searchlight! Swing the searchlight toward the bow! The searchlight
2: searchlight flicked on, the beam etching the hornet against the bow of the ship.
5: But even as the men
2: shouted, Britt Reid's arm swung back, with all his might he threw a package far, far out toward the dark water. There
5: he is! He's moving yeah. out the middle of the river. What, what is this going
2: to be? Out the Never mind. He's going to dive over the side. Let's get him before he gets away. What the? Holy mackerel! It didn't do any harm. It landed way out. And here's all that's left. The hornet's open to the water. That's Denny, one of the deck hands. He, well, smashed by a bulkhead. It's not Denny. No, Mister. This is the man who shot Denny. His name's Paulman He's a saboteur. Shot Denny? Is he? Thanks, Mister. Denny's okay. He's just wounded. He's in the house out of town away. He called up just before we got here. He'd be glad to know that gang was rounded up. That is, except for the Green Hornet. The only way we catch that crook is in the headlines. School This month or next, are you taking a summer vacation? Then you'll want to do your bit in this all-out war for freedom. Young people, boys and girls, are needed to help in war production, both in factories and on the farms. Learn now to serve your country on a war job. Free training and sometimes pay while learning is offered young men and women with a knack for for machine work. For full information, to learn how you can best serve your country, To learn about free training courses and jobs in factories and on farms, go to the nearest United States Employment Office. The address is in your phone book or ask your post office. (laughs) You have just heard the adventure, A Slip of the Lip. These exciting dramas are sent to you each Saturday at this same time. They are copyrighted features of the Green Hornet Incorporated. All characters, names, places, and incidents used in this drama are purely fictitious.
1: Stay tuned for A Day in the Life of Dennis Day, next on Theater of the Mind. Time now for Dennis Day to entertain. This episode first aired in 1947.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, Colgate Dental Cream presents The Dennis Day Show, written by Frank Galen. With Dink Trout, Charles Danton, the orchestra, yours truly, Vern Smith, and starring our popular young singer in A Day in the Life of Dennis Day. Twice a day and before every date, use Colgate Dental Cream to clean your breath while you clean your teeth. Here's Dennis singing
9: Linda. When I go to sleep, I never count sheep. I count all the charms about Linda. And lately it seems, in all of my dreams, I walk with my arms about Linda. Ah, oh, what good does it do me? For Linda doesn't know I exist. Can't help feeling gloomy. Think of all the lovin' I've missed We pass on the street My heart skips the beat I say to myself Hello, Linda If only she'd smile I'd stop her a while Then I would get to know Linda But miracles still happen And when my luck star begins to shine, with one lucky break I'll make Linda mine. Oh, miracles still happen, but when my lucky star begins to shine... With one lucky break, I'll make Linda (laughs) mine.
4: Well, just about the last person in the whole world you'd suspect of being up to something devilish is the husband of our young hero's landlady. Loyal, dutiful, steady, fearful, Mr. Anderson. But his daughter, Mildred, has been far from satisfied with her father's behavior during the past week, and so this morning she's decided to broach the subject to her boyfriend, Dennis Day, in his room.
10: Dennis, what are you doing? Oh, listening to the radio.
6: To the radio? Oh, I don't hear anything.
10: I know, Fred Allen's
5: on. (laughs)
6: I want to talk to you. Okay. Dennis, have you noticed anything odd or unusual about dad lately?
10: Your dad? No, Mildred. Why?
6: Well, he's been acting strangely all week. Gee, really? He hasn't been near mother for whole days at a time.
10: And besides that, he's been acting strangely, huh?
6: <laughs> <laughs> we hardly ever see him anymore. By dinner, he barely gets through the first course before he disappears somewhere. I don't understand it.
10: Me either. He certainly should be used to the food by now.
6: <laughs>
5: it isn't the
6: food. My father's up to something.
10: Oh, gosh, you really think so?
6: I do. Dennis, you don't suppose. Oh, no. No, it's impossible.
10: Well, that's silly. Nothing is impossible. What were you thinking of?
6: Another woman.
10: Beg pardon, I was wrong. <laughs>
6: It's utterly fantastic
10: Ridiculous Still Yeah, it's spring And you know what they say About young men And their fancy
6: But Dad's not a young man, Dennis
10: Well, sometimes even his type Runs across something fancy
6: You really think It might be an affair d'amour?
10: Oh, I don't know Whether she's French or not
6: But you do think He might be interested In another woman Oh, Dennis, I can't believe it.
10: Me either, really.
6: But, Dennis, we've simply got to know the truth. Yeah. If it's what we suspect, we might be able to break it up before Mother hears about it. Think what'll happen to her if she finds out about my father.
10: I wouldn't want to be in his shoes either.
6: (laughs) Now, look. Daddy's in the next room. You're going in there and find out what he's up to.
10: You mean right now?
6: Yes, only for heaven's sakes, be tactful. If you're not subtle about it, he won't tell you a thing.
10: Okay, I'll kind of ease into it slowly. I can be pretty sly, you know.
6: Oh good. I'll wait here for you. Go on.
10: Morning, Mr. Anderson.
7: Morning, my boy.
10: <laughs> what do you think of the Russian situation, Mr. Anderson? The Russian situation? Why, it's pretty complicated. Yeah, and do you know that half the population of Russia is women? Naturally. How's your love life lately? (laughs) My what? Mr. Anderson, I'm going to put my cards right on the table. I suspect you of going out with another woman. And uh, Dennis, have you ever seen me with another woman? No, sir. No.
7: Have you ever heard me mention another woman's name or seen me even look at another woman at any time?
10: No, sir. Well, then? Where are you hiding her?
7: Afraid we're discussing a pleasant impossibility.
5: <laughs> now, believe
7: me, it isn't
10: so. No. Then where do you rush off to every night after dinner? To the public library. Aha! Uh-huh. Now we're getting somewhere. A beautiful librarian, huh? Dennis,
7: in the Weaverville Library, the only thing you find well stacked are the books.
10: But <laughs> well, what do you do at the library then?
7: Well, now, if you'll promise me to keep it a secret, I'll tell you. Oh, sure. I promise. All right. Now, I've been looking up some old newspaper files. You see, I've been writing a story. A story? That's right. I've already sent it to True Story magazine, and they want to publish it. Gee, what's it called? The Romance of Herbert Anderson. <laughs> Fiction, huh? You have just put your finger on the horrible problem that I now find myself faced with. You see, True Story magazine positively insists that every word they print is the absolute truth.
10: Oh, and you didn't make your romance true. No, I made it
7: interesting.
5: <laughs> now, the
7: magazine is sending a man here to authenticate my story before they publish it. Well, can he find anything false? I mean, just what did you say? Well, I describe myself as a man of 50 with a desirable wife. You're dead. <laughs> I could get by with that, but you see, as
10: an added touch, I mentioned our children. Oh, one daughter could hardly be considered children, huh? Exactly. Well, maybe you could say it was a little mistake, that you lost count. Well,
7: (laughs) hardly, because I described the other child in considerable detail. A boy, I said it was. A brilliant boy who less than a year ago had received his doctorate from
10: Harvard. Gee, you are in a mess. When will this fellow from True Story be here? This afternoon, according to the wire I got. This afternoon? Gosh, even if Mrs. Anderson presented you with a son right now, he could never get through Harvard in time. Well, not a hard school like Harvard, no. Well, let's not give up yet, Mr. Anderson. There's got to be a way out of this thing somehow. Oh, I hope so. Now, don't you worry. I've got a brain and Miller's got a brain, and between our two brains, she's sure to think of something.
6: So that's all it is.
10: Oh, I think your father's in pretty big trouble, Mildred.
6: Yes, but there's a way to get him out. That is, if you're willing.
10: I knew you'd think of an idea. What's this one? A state or a federal offense?
6: (laughs) Well, it's very simple. Daddy has to produce a son for the man from True Story magazine. All right, you're the son.
10: Me? Mildred, this thing's got to be realistic.
6: But it is realistic. You're the right age, aren't you? Yes. Then you're the son he wrote about. A brilliant young man with a college degree.
10: It is here that I feel we are veering toward fantasy.
6: (laughs)
5: Nonsense.
6: Now, look, you told me the boy was a doctor. Yeah. All right. You go down to Dr. Hopkins' office. Huh? I'll send the man from True Story there, and when he arrives, he finds you wearing Dr. Hopkins' coat and sitting at his desk.
10: He also finds Dr. Hopkins beating my brains out, doesn't he?
6: (laughs) Oh, because Dr. Hopkins won't be there Somebody's made him go out on an emergency Who? You Oi (laughs) All you have to do is tell the doctor someone's desperately ill Pretend you're in a panic
10: Oh, that I can handle easily
6: Good And when the man from True Story gets there, you're the doctor, see?
10: But Mildred, really, Oh,
6: you can do it Forget right now about being a soda clerk and start thinking about your new career
10: I am Goodbye, Willoughby's Drug Store. Hello, Alcatraz.
8: Come in, come
10: in, come in. Dr. Hopkins, Dr. Hopkins.
8: Yes, boy, what is it?
10: An emergency doctor, my sister. Your sister? Yeah, she's doubled up in agony. Her face has turned green, her teeth are falling out, and she's got a temperature of 109. What? Yeah, we think she's sick.
8: Good gracious. Has she been in this condition long?
10: Since January. January? Why'd you come to me now? Well, today she started to complain. Did you go right away, doctor? Yeah, yes,
8: of course. What's the address?
10: 120 Cedar Road. It's out in the middle of the woods, ten miles from here. Good
8: heavens, how could you have picked such an out-of-the-way spot? It wasn't easy. <laughs> Basically, I'd better call the hospital and have them drive me over in the ambulance
10: An ambulance? Of course,
8: yes, 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 the driver will find the place
10: Doc, it's beautiful out, why don't you walk? Don't be a fool
8: I'll go over to the hospital and pick up the ambulance there And you stay here and watch the office for me till
10: I get back, understand? Yes, sir Gee, it worked like a charm This must be one of my abnormal days Oh, gosh, what do I do now? Maybe it's Mildred Hello? Hello? Yes, this is Dr. Hopkins' office, but what? Your wife is about to have a baby, and what should you do? Well, humor, I guess. Let her have it. <laughs> Mister, what a thing to say. You want to have your phone ripped out.
6: <laughs> yeah, Did you get rid of the doctor? Yeah. The man from Proof Stories on his way down the hall. Oh. Quick. Put on that white coat and put the stethoscope around your neck. Hurry now. Okay. Oh, there he is. I'll slip behind the screen where he can't see me.
10: Come in. How do?
11: I'm Mr. Weems of True Sorry Magazine. He told me I could find Mr. Anderson's son here.
10: Yes, I'm Mr. Anderson's son. Dennis Day is the name.
11: (laughs) Dennis Day? Your father's name is Herbert Anderson, and yours is Dennis Day.
10: Uh, yeah, he didn't want people to call me Junior. <laughs>
5: well,
11: that explains your first name. But what about your
10: last? Well, Daddy's a fellow takes no chances at all. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, I want to welcome you to my office and assure you that your
11: office, sure. On the front door it says Doctor Hopkins.
10: How come? Uh, let's let that one ride, shall we? <laughs> Let me think of something later.
11: Better come up with it now. I have a feeling I may not be here long.
10: Well, um, uh, I just bought Dr. Hopkins' practice, and I haven't had time to take his name off the door yet. Hey, pretty good, huh?
5: (laughs) Yes.
11: But why did you buy a
10: medical practice? Oh, you know me, the man in white. It says right in Dad's story that I got my doctorate a year ago.
11: Yes, but your doctorate wasn't an M.D. It was a law degree from Harvard Law
10: School. A law degree? You mean I'm a... I'm a.
11: Try to guess.
10: <laughs> a lawyer? Good boy. Y- yeah, yeah, of course I'm a lawyer. I was just having a little joke, that's all. Pretty funny, don't you think? Huh. You bet, yes, sir.
11: If you're a lawyer, why have you got on that white coat with a stethoscope around your neck?
10: Oh, that's easy. When I chase ambulances, I like to dress for it.
5: I see.
11: And all this equipment? What would a lawyer want with an X-ray machine?
10: Oh, you'd be surprised how it turns up the hidden clauses in contracts.
11: <coughs> <coughs> and I suppose you use that examination table when you examine witnesses.
10: Yeah, it helps me weed out the habeas corpuses from the corpus delicti. This <laughs> kind of fun, isn't it? I
5: hope so.
11: You don't expect me to swallow this, do you, Mr. Day? I'd be terribly grateful. Well, you do have some awfully novel ideas for a lawyer.
10: Yeah, they come when I least expect them. You and Clarence Darrow, eh? No, I like to work alone.
11: Who has a better right? Well, Mr. Day, True Story magazine, as you know, prints nothing but the truth. So, until I can check on this matter elsewhere, I suggest you plead nolo contendere, so to
10: speak. Oh, I will. I'll plead, uh, just what you said.
11: You're not familiar with that common legal phrase?
10: I'm a Harvard man, Mr. Weems. We'd hardly learn common phrases there.
11: Yes, <laughs> naturally. But you do understand Latin, of course.
10: Oh, of course. I'm simply oded lay with Latinly. <laughs>
11: You are indeed loaded with something, or other. Well, goodbye, Mr. Day. Let's not do it again real soon, shall we?
6: Dennis, is he gone?
10: Yeah. You know something, Mildred? I have a feeling he didn't believe a word I said.
6: I'm afraid you're right. But there's nothing we can do now but hope for the best. Don't lose confidence.
10: Oh, I won't. But just in case, when you get home tonight, would you bake me a cake with a file in it? (laughs)
6: Oh, no, Dennis, you must...
10: Uh Uh-oh, he's back again, quick, behind the screen Okay Come in Now, look, Mr. Weems, I... Stand
8: still, Doc This ain't a water pistol I got in my hand (laughs) I need a doctor What? What? You're coming with me, Doc The boss needs you fast and he needs you bad A car just went past him and now he's got two bullets in his
10: stomach Gosh, I realize that drivers are always thinking up new things to do to pedestrians, but...
8: Come on, get your things on, Doc. I ain't fooling.
10: No, no, wait. You're making a mistake. I'm not a doctor.
8: No? Then what are you doing in this office with a white coat on and a stethoscope around your neck?
10: Oh, I was trying to convince someone that I was a lawyer. (laughs) Sounds weak, huh?
8: Doc, I'm warning you for the last time. The boss needs someone to pick those bullets out of them. And,
10: and if I refuse?
8: You go anyway. Then you and the boss can pick the bullets out of each other.
10: I see what you mean. You're an excellent salesman.
8: Thank you. Now, are you coming?
10: Yes, sir. Only... Only... What if I weren't a doctor?
8: I'd blow your brains out, mister.
10: Call me Doc. <laughs>
8: Come on, come on! We've wasted enough time. Our hideout is the old Foster
10: place on Pine
8: Hill. Here, here's your little black bag. Now, come on, let's go.
10: Yes, sir.
6: Oh, Dennis, my poor darling! I've got to do something. But what? What? No killing those horrible men, he'll be dead. And that fellow he takes the bullets out of, he won't do well either. <laughs> oh, I just got to do something. The Foster place on Pine Hill.
8: Well, here he is, Chief Oh, good work, Sam Oh, Doc, you're just in time These bullets went awful deep in my stomach They did? Yeah, my head is split (laughs) Boy, that is deep
10: (laughs) You better get right to work, Doc I... I can't stand this pain much longer. Look, mister, at the risk of my life there's something I got to tell you. I'm Shut not Shut
8: up a... you and get busy if you want to live. I'll take his pulse. Huh? You had me take his pulse?
10: Really? I don't think we should remove it in his condition.
5: <laughs>
8: what are you talking about? All you got to do is feel it. Oh. Well, what are you waiting for? Go ahead and feel his pulse.
10: Yes, sir. If you'll find it, I'll be glad to feel it. What? What? Never mind the pulse, Doc. A blood count is more important anyway. A blood count? Yeah, go ahead. Take one. Oh, I don't have to. I can tell without counting them that you have fewer than you used to. (laughs) You know something, boss? I
8: think you're in trouble. You're telling me. But the heat's on, Sam. We've got to get out of here. Oh,
10: go after those bullets, Doc. I'll tell you what. Let's leave them in. A lot of iron and bullets, you know, and the system requires iron to...
8: a fine time to be making jokes Go on, examine his stomachs And see if he can locate them, them slugs
10: Okay Steady now, Chief Ow! Ticklish?
5: <laughs> you fool
8: He can't stand that Come on, give him an anesthetic An anesthetic? Yeah, sure You got something to put him to sleep, ain't you?
10: Well, I could read to him if you want me to
8: <laughs> Are you crazy? You must have brought some ether with you in that bag Let me see Yeah, sure, sure, here it is Gee, I'm glad I remembered Okay Now I'll pour some on my handkerchief and give it to him There There, that ought to do it All right now, Doc You call for your instruments and I'll hand them to you But I... Call for your instruments
10: Okay Knife Knife Smelling salts (laughs)
5: Smell. You're gonna give
10: him smelling salts? They're for me
8: well, see that you don't need them, understand? Now, what else
10: do you need? Forceps. Forceps. Band-aid. Band-aid? Gotta <laughs> leave them looking neat afterwards, don't we?
8: For crying out loud, Doc. Quit, quit talking like a fool, will you? And start operating. Really, Mr. Look. can you, got... you
10: hear me? Yes, sir, but I can't operate on this man. I'm not start a Start
8: operating.
7: Yes, sir. Hey, what's up?
8: Open up, there! Open up in there! Okay, you Stand where you are Get your hands up The cops
10: Gee, just like David Harding counter spy. (laughs)
5: Dennis, are you all
10: right? Mildred and Mr. Weems Sure, I'm
8: all right Well, what do you know? Sam McNulty and Scarface Fudnick (laughs)
5: We've
8: been wanting these boys a long time
10: Congratulations, Doc.
11: Well, well, so you've given up law and taken to medicine again,
10: eh, Mr. Day? <laughs> Gee, Mr. Weems, I bet you think I'm flighty, don't you?
6: <laughs> he knows you aren't a lawyer, Dennis, or even Daddy's son.
10: Yes, and of course we
11: can't use Mr. Anderson's story. Oh? But it's quite possible that we can print the story of how you captured these gangsters single-handed. Gosh, really? Yes, only remember, Mr. Day, this is True Story magazine. We want the plain truth, And Only the truth.
10: Oh, sure. Well, it was like this. I was all alone in the doctor's office when all of a sudden ten men armed with Tommy Guns and Cutlasses jumped
5: me. I
10: fought like a demon and I was winning easily when all of a sudden one of them whips out an atom bomb. Well, naturally, I couldn't do much against that, so I waited my chance and then I went after the whole army of them. I hit one guy with a left, another with a right, and a third...
4: No, oh, the story of how Dennis Day routed the gangsters will not be found in True Story magazine. But the story of Dennis's life, entitled OK, I'll Talk, definitely is in the current issue. True Story magazine on sale at all newsstands. Oh. With Charles Dent and the orchestra, here's Dennis to sing the current favorite I Want to Thank Your Folks. Oh!
9: Making you as sweet as you are How else can I express how I feel Confess and reveal my love I want to thank your home For making you the dream What a swell job they've done Of raising the one I love Do you recall the birthday party they gave you When we were just a couple of kids Well, suppose they hadn't of inviting me to see what I of kids. Well, suppose they hadn't thought of inviting me.
4: Jack Benny every Sunday, and be sure and be with us again next week for another Dennis Day program. More songs, more adventures in the life of our star, Dennis Day. Meanwhile, be sure to use Colgate Dental Cream to clean your breath while you clean your teeth. keep right on saving used pants and oils. Turn them into your dealer and he'll pay you more for your used pants and oils. This is Vern Smith reminding you the daylight saving time becomes effective in certain areas on April 27th. This may change the time at which the Dennis Day program is heard in your community. Please check your local paper for the time at which this program will be heard next week and each week thereafter. This is NBC, the national
2: broadcasting company.
1: Thank you for listening. Tomorrow night, it's Gunsmoke, followed by The Jack Benny Show.